Good Tuesday morning, beautiful people. It's Tuesday and Elm. I hope everybody is well. This light seems awfully bright, doesn't it? <laughs> Welcome to Love Babs, Love Talk on Babs Rose Ivy. Word on the street is on hiatus for now. I know y'all miss it. It'll be back at some point. But you know, Paul has been walking these mean streets in New Haven. Not mean streets. <laughs> these wonderful streets in New Haven. But you know, he's got other commitments and other things. And he's a little bit of a bit of a break. And uh, and if you haven't caught him on his show, um, bass lines, bass lines, bass lines, catch it. So uh that's where we are. Good morning, Harry Jones. I hope you are well. I'm well. Um, I'm going to the beach today. Today is the beach day. You're going to the beach. I don't give a damn what is going on. I'm going to the beach. I'm going to the beach because I haven't been to the beach. And last year, I don't even think I went to the beach, maybe one time or something. But I'm going to the beach. So, And now that it's squarely summer for now, I got to go to the beach. So anyway, um, high five to Alicia Crutchfield uh, McLean. I was just reading about her uh, in the New Haven Independent. Uh, the new grant, the new grant programs targets undeserved entrepreneurs, and so um, she is part of this new program designed to help minority women-owned businesses. and uh, And she hopes to hire more employees at her wellness-oriented West Westville boutique. And if you had not made your way to um, Bloom, you ought to. If you're looking for uh, an unconventional gift or a charming gift or a lovely gift or a different kind of gift for someone that you care deeply about or someone that you just want to share something with, that's the place to go. And now that they opened, you know, these cats just opened up the Cafe Flora. Uh, it's really a, a great destination. So you could go, I mean, you could always go there and get a coffee and a mocktail. Uh, but now she's got some designated people that are working on that. And that's a perfect kind of thing. So anyway, um, so I'm I'm looking forward to see what she does uh, with uh, with this grant money and and all that. And the incubate she's already started with incubating um, entrepreneurs, and and then she's going to help you know folks of color you know get a leg up. So uh, high five to her. Uh, that's to wake up this morning and see that story is a wonderful thing. You know, and thank you, Harry, for playing some Aretha Franklin. Because who doesn't need Aretha Franklin in the morning? Like, if you if you don't listen, listen. No matter what your mood, this is what I tell people: whatever your mood is, get up and put in some good music. That'll change the trajectory of how you are feeling. Because if you get up and you feel sad or whatever, get up and put some funk on. Get, you know, I, you know, James Brown is my go-to. Pass the, you know, the JBs, pass the P's like we used to do. Or, um, you know, I'm going to get up and do my thing. You know, like a sex machine. Da, 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 da. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Get on the scene, get on up. Like a sex machine, get on up. I'm telling you, <laughs> if that doesn't get your blood going, y'all are dead. <laughs> Shake that money maker. Shake that money maker. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you don't gotta be me. I'm just saying. I I like I like I like some funky music in the morning. I do. I, you know, I grew up when I was a kid. I grew up. I grew up. You know, on Saturday mornings, if my mom was playing music, that was the cue to get your ass up and get your chores done so you could get the hell on outside and be outside until lunch 
and then go back outside to dinner. <laughs> that's that's how I grew up in the summers. <laughs> it wasn't a damn camp. There was get up, do your chores, get your breakfast, get your ass outside. Don't come back until it's lunch until I call you for lunch. And then she calls for lunch. And, you know, we wash up. Sometimes we take a nap. Sometimes we go to hell back outside. And you stay outside until just about dusk. You know, just about dusk. And then and then we could just hang out on our porch, on our steps, you know, until it got, like, late into the evening. You know, she was cool like that, you know. And my friend, we all, we all did it. We all did it. That's what kept us out of trouble. You know, I don't know if kids got that kind of, that they're not working with that framework. They're not, they're not working with that framework. They just not. So anyway, um, so I, I say all that to say, put you some good music on. I saw Ife out there on the trail with her bike. Woo, child. <laughs> you know what my excuse is? My bike is not fixed. <laughs> so so as soon as my bike is fixed I, might fix, I might take it for a spin around the neighborhood. We'll see, you know, but, but I have been working out in my house. So it's been really nice. And uh, we'll see how it goes. So, uh, uh huh. I've been I've been trying to do do a little something. Been trying to do a little something. And so far, um, uh, it looks good. I got in a tank today that I'm quite pleased with. I didn't think I was gonna like this whole look that I was putting on today, but I like it. Little tank top, some linen pants. I'm like, okay, all right. I I see you coming through. I'm pretty damn good. So, you know, we're going to go with that. So I hope everybody else is feeling good. I see the NATO summit is happening. Uh, uh, President Biden is over there. Uh, I guess uh, Turkey has already signed on to say, let Sweden come into the um, into the NATO family. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. So the NATO is like the Justice League, I guess. It's the equivalent of the Justice League. So... Um, and you get in by having good standing. I guess you have to apply and whatever, pay some money. I know who ain't going to get in NATO, but I think Russia's in NATO, aren't they? Let me see. Let me see who's in the NATO countries. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me read up. So, uh, uh, so NATO so after World War II, the U.S., Canada, and 10 European countries formed NATO as a collective defense agreement. And so the agreement's primary purpose is to encounter, is to counter the power influence of the Soviet Union, of the then Soviet Union and its allies, right? But, you know, they all broken up, but not really. And its allies. So, the, so Article 5 of the NATO Treaty states that an attack on one NATO member is attack against all members. So this is pretty much the three musketeers concept. One for one, all for one and one for all. Okay, I got that. It's the Justice League. I love it. Okay. So when attacked, member, member countries are expected to assist allies, um, including with military force. So NATO invoked Article 5 for the first and only time when it joined the U.S., uh, in the war in Afghanistan after uh, September 11, 2001, the terrorist attack. So which countries are in NATO and how do countries join? So any European state may join after being unanimously invited by NATO members. Since 1949, 
the alliance grew from 12 to 30 members with North Macedonia joining in 2020. I didn't know any of this. I knew NATO, but I didn't know what it did. So, so in, in 1949, it was Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Ireland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, United Kingdom, and the U.S. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what the what the military strength of these countries are. I, I don't know if Belgium could get down. I don't know. I don't know if Canada could get down. I damn sure don't know if Denmark could get down. France, yes. Iceland, I, I, I don't know. Italy, eh, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, they got an army. Portugal, United Kingdom, U.S. So in 1952, Greece and Turkey joined. In 19, damn, didn't they have no more members until 1982? It's like, a, it's like a New Haven alumni, Delta Sigma Theta sorority. Every time we have a line, I mean, I'm sorry, membership intake, 1955. So the next person, the next country that joins is in 1982, Spain. Damn, that's a long time. <laughs> then 1999, another long stretch of time, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland. So these are people that broke from, you know, that when the USSR broke up, these folks, right? These, these are part of that. And then um, 2004, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, uh, Slovakia, and Slovenia. That's 2004. So that's that Eastern European vibe. So 2009, Albania and Croatia. 2017, Montenegro. 2020, North Macedonia. Is it me? Oh, I don't see no African countries in this lineup. Am I am I mistaken? There's no African countries in NATO. None. The, 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 <laughs> from the whole continent of Africa, there is no African countries in NATO. So three countries have have declared to join the alliance. Bosnia. Um, Herzegovina, Georgia, and the Ukraine, and Ukraine. So Georgia and you, uh, Bosnia and uh, Herzegovina uh, has participated in the NATO program for aspiring members since 2010. And they still didn't let y'all in because they don't want you in. So Alliance members agreed in 2008 that both Georgia and uh, and, and Georgia and Ukraine would become NATO members in the future, though there is no timeline. What hell? 2008, you said they could be it, but then you didn't let them in. And now Russia was like, I'm going to kick their ass. I'm going to take their country. I'm going to stick them up. Okay. I it, Somebody correct me. There are no African countries in NATO, not near one. How in the white supremacy world is this possible? Or maybe I'm reading this wrong. Do I, I, <laughs> what? Wait, let me, let me, let me see what's happening here. 
Because there are no African countries in NATO. I'm just trying to, let me, let me ask the question. Are there any African countries? No, there are no. <laughs> While African countries cannot join NATO, why? Uh, why? So I, I need to find out why. So since 2005, NATO has been supporting the African Union, the AU, a regional organization with 55 members established. Huh. Established in 2002, NATO AU relationships started modestly with AU requests for logistics and airlift support for its mission in Sudan. And Sudan is back to fighting, right? They, it's just it's not going to get resolved. They the relationship has since evolved based on parity, mutual respect, and reciprocity. So is this sort of like separate and unequal at, at, on the African tip. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to understand why. So, so NATO, so they have a relationship. So it's separate and unequal. I, I need to have somebody come on and give me some international background because I'm not understanding. I'm still not understanding why there aren't any uh uh Indi India is not a is not a member either and, and they don't want to because <laughs> they just feel like NATO is a bunch of Western inspired countries and that's not what they aspire to. So their military alliance is not suitable for India. <laughs> what in the world is happening so uh uh japan is not a treaty member either which stands for uh you know the north atlantic treaty organization so japan is not uh, a member either um uh neither is ireland it refuses to join, Ireland refuses to join NATO due to its sovereignty claims over Northern Ireland. Everybody wants to own everybody, damn. So, uh, so which is administered by the United Kingdom, a NATO member. See, this is why the world is so crazy because everybody's just crazy. So, so Article 5 commits the United States to defend Japan if it is attacked by a third party. So Article 6, I guess of the NATO agreement or whatever it is, is attacked by a third party. So Article 6 explicitly grants the United States the right to base troops in Japan subject to detailed administrative agreement negotiated separately. So that speak for y'all come over here, have our back, 
and say whatever you got to say so you could be here. I don't, maybe, I don't. So Switzerland, neutral, neutrality is one of the main principles of Switzerland, Switzerland's uh, foreign policy, which dictates that Switzerland is not to be involved in armed or political conflicts between other states, except when they're stealing, you know, um, Nazi, when they're stealing and hiding Nazi money. I guess that wasn't political. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. Okay, Switzerland with your neutrality. But you but you'll hide everybody's money though. <laughs> what the hell? But you but you'll hide money. <laughs> and they'll say, we're not hiding money. This is what we do. We are we are a bank. And if you put your money here, that's what you do. We just don't tell people about who banks here. Uh, you know, there are eight neutral countries. Now, this this will crack you up right here. Austria, Costa Rica. <laughs> so if you're neutral, does that mean you're neutral in your country and there's no fighting? Costa Rica doesn't even have an army. But I guess these countries don't have armies because they're neutral. Finland, Ireland, Liechtenstein, Sweden, Switzerland, and Turkmenistan. Serbia is not in NATO. Um, it was a founding member of the non-aligned movement in 1961. And since that country's dissolution, most of its successor states have joined NATO, but the largest of them, Serbia, has maintained Yugoslavia's uh, policy of neutrality. Yikes. Uh, Iceland remains the most peaceful country in the world uh, in, in 2021. It, it, a position it has held since 2008. It has joined at the top of the index by New Zealand, Denmark, Portugal, and Slovenia. Because these people understand we like peace. <laughs> we like our people to be peaceful. We are peaceful. We're not getting involved in y'all. Y'all want to blow up your countries and fight each other and kill your people and all that kind of stuff. We're not about that. We peaceful people. <laughs> and historically, Mexico has been has remained neutral in international conflicts. I guess they would, since people are leaving that country to come to other places. <sighs> Why isn't Moldova, Moldova in NATO? Well, the Republic of Moldova, Moldova does not allow the deployment of armed forces of other states on its territories. Thus, since Moldova's neutrality is enshrined in its constitution, the country has no plans to join either NATO or CSTO. Now, this is a new one because I don't know what CSTO is. So now I got to go look that up. <laughs> so there are no African countries in NATO. Ukraine and uh, Bulgaria, or whoever the hell it is, has been waiting since 2008 
to join NATO and the NATO folks, the club members say, hey, there's no timeline. We got your application. <laughs> hey, who, who knows about these things? <laughs> that's, that's what the NATO forces are saying. Hey, we, we got your application. We like you. We're going to let you in. No rush, no rush, no rush. Meanwhile, meanwhile, here we are, 2022, 2023, and Russia tries to bum rush them to take their country. If this ain't a stick up, I don't know what is. Russia is doing a, a home invasion of the of the utmost. <laughs> they doing way too much. But now, right? You know, whatever. Uh Putin is in trouble. I know he don't like to think he's in trouble. I guess a month ago he met with the cat who, who was about to march on him. See, if I was that guy, I would not be having no meetings with Putin because the way these people use poison, you won't even know you're poison until you getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and you fall down a flight of steps and they think you fell and tripped because you were groggy and didn't see in the night, but really you've been poisoned. And it just was a delayed, it's delayed poison. Or you sitting at a park bench somewhere in, in New York City and boom. <laughs> you start, you start combusting from the inside. I, I, if I'm that cat, I would not meet with Putin. These people are good with poison. I couldn't do it. You've been on walked into some mess and you don't even know you've been poisoned until you get back to where you are and then your skin starts falling off and your head starts exploding. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. <laughs> I wouldn't be meeting with Putin. First of all, I would see this as a real ploy of some foolishness because Putin is not that guy. He's not a peacemaker guy. If he's inviting you for cocktails, don't drink a damn thing. Don't touch nothing. Stand still. Don't don't blink. Don't take your eyes off of them. <laughs> know where the exit is. <laughs> Be prepared to run. I y'all are crazy. And then wait. And now, so now the guy, the guy, the general, the colonel, where he is, the guy who you know was about to march on Moscow. They don't know where he is. I, first, first rule of dealing with Putin: don't meet with Putin. <laughs> I'm not even a diplomat. I don't know a damn thing about none of this, but I know enough. If he calls me over for drinks, I'm not going. Simple. You can take all the your back hit your your guys to got your back all you want. They're gonna get some of that poison too. Anyway. So, so this is the explanation why African countries are not part of NATO. <laughs> this, this feeds my separate and unequal narrative on the international tip. The African continent is located south of the North Atlantic. See, it's already, that's already racist. Anything on the south side is always suspect. And it's countries do not come within the geographical scope of the North Atlantic region. As a result, no African countries are qualified to become members of the organization. 
but you make the rules. You can change the rules. <laughs> but you you make the rules. You can change the rules. None of these rules are written in stone. You can change the 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 where the line is for for membership. Armenia and Belarus are not allowed. So some, some European nations have close cultural and economic ties to Russia, which usually keep them out of NATO. So examples include countries like Armenia and Belarus, parts of the former Soviet Union. But Ukraine could have been counted among this group until recently. Okay, so have they kicked some countries out? Well, as of 2023, no member state has rescinded their membership, although it has been considered by several countries. Notwithstanding, a number of former dependents of NATO members uh, 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 notwithstanding of, uh, a number of former dependencies of NATO members have never applied for membership subsequent to their becoming independent states. Okay. All right. So currently, so what non-NATO countries are in Africa? Okay. Currently, the following non-NATO countries take part in the dialogue. Algeria, Egypt, Israel, Jordan, Mauritania, Morocco, and Tunisia. So uh, NATO says it has an open door policy in any European country. So any white country, that's how I'm reading that. Any white country, any white country can join. The only other requirement is that they agree to further the principles of the Washington Treaty and contribute to the security of the North Atlantic area. Uh, huh. So, uh, did you know that France hosted NATO for 15 years and that although it withdrew from NATO's military structure in 1966, it remained an ally? Okay. Who has the largest army in NATO? Take a guess. Who has the largest army in NATO? The United States with 485 regular personnel as of 2021. The US Army is followed by the Turkish Army with 260,200 personnel. That seems odd, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so NATO is really just the US's way to create a Justice League for white countries. Iceland doesn't have an army. They don't have military. Iceland. 
Uh, who's gonna go to and mess with them though? Like what? You know. So all right. So you want to know what is the African equivalent of NATO since Africa is black and they can't join because NATO is for European countries. All right. The African Union. Since 2005, NATO has been supporting the African Union, a regional organization with 55 members established in 2002. Separate and unequal. That's my ad lib. I don't. I don't understand any of this. I'm sorry. You drop the. You drop some documents for, for white countries, and you say, uh, your only requirement is that you know you gotta just be down with this. The largest armies is the United States and Turkey. What what the hell are these other countries doing? And 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 why do we have the largest army? Why do we have the largest presence in NATO? Ah, I don't know. Well, Sweden wants to join NATO and uh, Turkey just voted for them to join. So, but it's got to be unanimous. Like every, everybody at the table has got to say high five. Uh, so, so to go, in 1966, at a very famous press conference, announced that he was pulling out of NATO's military structure and ordered shape out of France. Okay. Did you know that um, the smallest and oldest standing army in the world, the oldest and smallest standing army in the world, is the uh, uh, pont pont pontif pontifical swiss guard in the vatican city so that is at the vatican it was created in its current form uh january 21st 1506 can you imagine and had 110 active guards of as of 2006 <laughs> so here's the here's the criteria to be to do that job you got to be swift catholic you got to be single and you got to be over five five eight five point eight feet tall so that's it. So if we've got the we've got the strongest military, Turkey is second. They're the second largest standing military force in NATO after the US Armed Forces and the 13th in the world with the estimated strength of about 775,000 military and paramilitary personnel. Yikes. So um now, here's a question that uh, inquiring minds would want to know. Why is NATO in Somalia? Well, NATO vessels conducted intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance missions to verify the activity of shipping off the coast of Somalia, separating out legitimate maritime traffic from suspected pirate vessels. So... They want access to Africa, but they don't want Africa to join. They want to spy on Africa, Somalia, because they want to know what's happening. But I would think if they were your members and you allowed them in, then you could better explain why you are spying on them. 
<laughs> is there a rival to, Na to NATO? I didn't know this. The Warsaw Pact embodied what was referred to as the Eastern Bloc, while NATO and its member countries represented the Western Bloc. NATO and the Warsaw Pact were uh, ideologically opposed and over time built up their own defenses, starting an arms race that lasted throughout the Cold War. Is Israel a part of NATO? Well, Israel was designated as a major non-NATO ally in 1987 by President Ronald Reagan and has since cooperated with NATO in the areas of technology, counterterrorism, and other areas. Huh. Well, Vladimir Putin wanted Russia to join NATO, but did not want his country to have to go through the usual application process and stand in line. I'm sorry, that's killing the bug. Ugh. So anyway, Vladimir Putin wanted Russia to join NATO but did not want his country to have to go through the usual application process and stand in line with, quote, unquote, with a lot of countries that don't matter. <laughs> According to the former Secretary General of the Transatlantic Alliance, November 4, 2021. <laughs> oh. It's just never end. So anyway, in 1992, Russia and the former USSR countries were offered the opportunity to join NATO's Partnership for Peace, PFP. And they all joined, including Russia. We hoped it would be an entry point into NATO and several PFP members joined. But as I just told you, Putin didn't want to wait in line. Unlike Ukraine and uh, and uh, Herzegovina, Herza uh Kovonia and uh and uh, Belarus, they you know they waiting. <sighs> they waiting. So uh I, I don't know. This is just crazy. So who is the biggest player in NATO? The United States. Of course they are. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. So, all right. So you want to know this. Who is NATO answerable to? Ding, ding, ding. NATO is an intergovernmental organization that is funded by its member countries. NATO is therefore accountable to its member governments and their taxpayers for the financial resources provided to make the organization function. And you know, you need people on the ground. So every country probably has a NATO office somewhere in its headquarters. And then, you know, you gotta bring people together. You gotta get everybody on the same 
wavelengths. You got to get all the technology. You got to get shared documents. You got to get people to sign off. You got to review the rules every so many years. You got to take membership, new membership intake. Is Germany part of NATO? Well, Germany became a NATO member uh, May 6, 1955. This was the result of several years of deliberations among Western leaders and Germany, whose population opposed any form of rearmament. So hang in there, Ukraine. It took Germany a long time to get in. <laughs> took them a long time. So hang in there. Um, so why why didn't Russia join the EU? Well, Russia has chosen not to participate in the EU's the European Neighborhood Policy as it aspires to be an equal partner of the EU as opposed to the junior partnership that Russia sees in the ENP. Consequently, Russia and the EU agreed in 2005 to create four common spaces for cooperation in different spheres. <laughs> ah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so they, so they, they, they just rushes its own animal, its own animal. So, um, so, you know, I told you the, the NATO founders of the United States, UK, France, Canada, Italy, Norway, Netherlands, and Belgium. Those are, those are the ones that started. So this truly is a justice league, but you know, for white countries. Because they don't got no Mexican countries either. They don't got no South American countries either. Uh, so. <sighs> does it cost to be a NATO member? Yes, it does. Each member contributes to a common fund based on the size of its overall economy. NATO's common fund budget is about $3.1 billion. That was what it was in 2021. So they got three, 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 three billion dollars. You know, to, you know, to cover administrative costs, um, collective military infrastructure. Um, you know, so an example of this would be uh, housing U.S. military vehicles, tanks, and artillery at a Polish Air Force base. <laughs> uh, and by the way, Mexico is not interested in NATO because it faces no threat of foreign invasion and it has its hands full maintaining its own security. Well, Mexico, I beg to differ. Anybody, anybody can be threatened by foreign invasion. That's number one. But I'm gonna let you have that fantasy because it may seem unlikely that anybody would wanna take over Mexico, but I wouldn't put anything past anybody doing anything. So, uh, Yes, Germany is allowed to have a, a military for solely defense, but is limited to the German army, German soldiers, German Navy, and German Air Force. It is not allowed to have biological, chemical, or nuclear weapons. Right, but we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. And uh, so... Uh, would Germany have to worry about the alliance between France and Russia? Well, Germany wanted to avoid a war on two fronts. 
which being attacked by France in the West and Russia in the East. So I get that. So if France and Germany was, say, beefing with Germany, or one of them was beefing with them, then you know how that works. Your friend is your friend. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna have your back. So he, they would be fighting two, two countries. So, wow. So who was the last member of NATO? Who was the very last person that got in? Sweden. And they got in in May 2022. So, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Uh, does everyone have to agree? All nations' decisions are made by consensus after discussion and consultation among member countries. So, because, and this all got me uh, excited because, um, you know, they were, ha you know, the NATO summit is happening now, and the folks who are trying to get into NATO, the three countries are trying to get into NATO, you know, they've been trying since 2008 or something or other. Um, and so, you know, uh, uh, Nobody wants to jump in now because, you know, Russia is warring with Ukraine and uh, it just feels challenging, you know, because if they jump in, then, you know, they got to fight and nobody's trying to have a, a full on war. So we'll just keep feeding their people tools to use to fight their own fight, even though I bet you down low, we got some military person over there. I, I'm sure of it. You just, we just don't, you just like, listen, if you get caught, you're not, you're not, you're not here as a U.S. military person. <laughs> I, you, I, I just refuse to believe that people are not sending troops on the ground. I, I just don't believe it. Now you might take, put them in some other kind of uniform, you know, and say, listen, do you go do your, go help them. But, you know, you're not really, you're not repping us. I mean, come on, we see it in the movies all the time. That gives you some indication that that stuff happens. I, I just can't believe, first of all, first of all, you're not going to send them all this modern equipment and then they, and and then a, and then a, a pullout diagram like Ikea notes and stuff. You know, how I, you know, you buy Ikea stuff, there's notes. You're not going to do that. So you got to send people over there who know how to use that stuff. And you got to send people over there who could train them how to use the stuff. Anyway. I just wanted to read that stuff about NATO. It's fascinating. There are no black, there are no no African countries in NATO because it's you know in a different part of the world. I guess <laughs> I'll be back. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
Bad Girls IB from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. I'm Southern Connecticut basketball coach Scott Burrell, born right here in New Haven. I won an NBA championship with the Chicago Bulls, so I know a great defense is a game changer. That's why I support New Haven's Health Department's Take a Shot campaign to help defend teens against meningitis. Whatever your post-high school life is, take a shot now and help keep yourself, your friends, and your family safe and healthy. For more information, visit nhbbax.org.
I was crazy for you 
crazy for me And how could something so right go so wrong My love Sweet love Tell me something that I didn't do Why does some
Our love bath, love talk. I jumped off air a little too early in the first hour. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while, so I don't know why I didn't understand that. I don't know. I just got turned around this morning. I was supposed to get off air at 10.58. I dropped off a whole eight minutes before. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. I, I kind of I like that this is still fresh and new to me. You know, like I, I know I could do it in my sleep, but it's still it's still fresh and <laughs> it's still fresh and new. Still fresh and new. It's ridiculous. So anyway, good morning. Welcome back. So I did the whole hour talking about NATO and explaining what NATO is. I hope people appreciate it. Cause I didn't know. I knew what NATO was, but I didn't really know what NATO was. And it was just nice to sort of go back and talk about and listen to and read. You know who's in the who's in NATO, who's waiting to be in NATO, how is NATO formed, and and why aren't there any African countries in NATO? I still feel like if you make the rules, you can recreate the rules, but I I don't know. I thought I thought NATO was about the whole wide world, but it's not. It's about European countries. I mean, that's it's about European countries. And 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 how to protect European interests in the world. That's just what it is. So uh, uh that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say. That's just what it is, good people. That's just what it is. So uh get into it. Get into it. Anyway, uh, it's beach day, and I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to beach day. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, and I'm not going to put on a swimsuit. I'm not going to swim, but. Uh, I am going to the beach. <laughs> I'm going to be right out there, chilling, chilling with everybody else. I find myself a little sun hat, and I got a, a bunch of them. I'll put one on and be out there in the sun, out there chilling with everybody. So that's, you know, that's just what we're doing. 
anyway, um, that's it. That's it. That's it. I I don't uh I don't know what else is going on in the world. The 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 Bachelorette is still on. I guess they have a Black Bachelorette. I'm not following along. I I I don't really like this show. I, you know, for all the talk that people make about marriage and what marriage is and isn't, I don't think that's the way to go. But I don't got to watch it, right? So I just, I just, uh, I just go and go in a different direction. I think I'm gonna watch the um, the Bear on Hulu because everybody's raving about it, and uh, I didn't know much about it, so I looked it up. It's about, I guess, a chef in a little dingy ass restaurant somewhere. They happens to take over something or other inherits so i'm gonna watch it because i i love cooking kinds of shows you know my background is is uh culinary um so i'm interested in watching and see what happens i tell you you know when i spoke at the uh concat graduation some weeks ago you know i told the culinary student i was like you know the whole world, I mean, culinary was always an art form but it was such a closed community art form uh, but now, you know, since since the Food Network, um, chefs are celebrity. They're, they've taken on celebrity status. I mean, you know, Wolfgang Puck and 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 Gordon Ramsay and 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 all the people, uh, uh, the, the 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 James Beard winners. Uh, I mean, just it's just an amazing and. Uh, so culinary people have so many options. You can go and work. You could be a private chef. You could be an entertaining chef, entertainment chef. Um, you know, I, I said to them when I was a culinary student, everybody's idea of success was, you know, running a kitchen on a cruise ship. And I, I thought that was my dream too. You know, because, you know, you, you, just, you didn't know what the possibilities were. But now... You could be on TV. You could hawk pots and pans and recipe cookbooks. And I mean, you could do all kinds of things that, that just didn't exist uh, when I was a when I was a culinary student. So that's a that for me is is just remarkable. It's just remarkable. So I, you know, I think that's just remarkable. Um, that culinary arts is really the arts part has really just shown up and showed out. And we revere chefs um, in, a, in in such high regard, but we don't re re revere black chefs though. That's the thing, you know. They don't get the same shine, I think, as white chefs. And I don't know who they thought was doing all this co cooking in this country, because uh, white folks that come over here know how to cook a damn thing. <laughs> Everything they learn how to cook is le they learn from black people. But they're not gonna say that. They're gonna think, "Oh, I, I, you know, I learned from from the old country." No, you didn't. You learned from black people cooking at your mama's house and all that kind of stuff, and you know. But you know, we let them have it because we know. <laughs> we know, and I'm sure somebody's taking issue with me. Well, the Italian chef, yeah, all right. Go look. Go down the line. Go down the line and see where they was at. Who they was with. Mm -hmm. and then you tell me <laughs> and then you come back and talk to me then you come back and talk to me 
but right now no so anyway that's that um so yes i'm gonna i'm gonna um i'm gonna um catch up on the bear i think it's two seasons in so it's not like i'm like so far behind because if it's any more than three seasons i'm not catching up (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not i'm not catching up but two seasons is doable two seasons you could you could get it done so i'm gonna just go back and watch because people are raving about it and and people who um people whose taste i like so you know i mean there's just some stuff like i didn't get into white lotus anybody watch white lotus i I didn't get into white lotus and i i'm a fan of that that woman ever since i saw her in legally blonde i thought she was funny you know but i just didn't get into white lotus and and white lotus is coming back they're gonna be in a different um a locale so i was like okay whatever but i didn't get into that so i didn't get into um snowfall snowfall but i i think i might go back now it's over, right? The season is done. So I think I might go back in. I might go in and, and start watching it. I think it's like three seasons, four seasons. So that might, I might break my own rule that I just said I wouldn't do, but I might do it for this because this this is interesting. I'm just saying, this is interesting. So I, I will do that. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'll do that. So that's that's my that's my vibe that is my vibe uh that's what i want to do so anyway uh so i'm just lining up my tv stuff i'm still reading this book uh on the other side of prospect and uh and i'm i'm going at a really fast pace i didn't read last night but i'm gonna i'm gonna probably read some of it tonight and uh, i have else at work to do because i didn't finish it yesterday just trying to build in this time is ridiculous you know and i and i really should shut up because i i was on facebook yesterday i was on social media yesterday i was like you know what this is good study time right here i'm messing around this is good study time and i and i acknowledged it so anyway is anybody shopping uh harry are you shopping amazon prime are you a prime member i'm not a prime member and i'm not joining (laughs) i'm not i'm not joining um although i might be a uh uh i i I might be um i might join or i might already be a member i don't know i gotta check you know what i mean like it's one of those things you gotta like check because you know i i have memberships and stuff i don't even know um but you know they've been hyping up they've been hyping up all the things you know, Amazon has been heavy on on Facebook and and all that, and I think because you know he hears me talking about it. Um, but there's a lot of stuff on sale, and you know, if you need stuff, this would be a good time. I I don't I don't really I don't need a damn thing. I don't need a damn thing. I mean, I I do need some some curtain rods, but that's an IKEA run for real. That's just an IKEA run. Um, so I'm not going to worry about that. Um, but um, Amazon is doing this whole thing. So so guess what? Everybody else is following suit, right? Like all the other, like uh, uh, Walmart and and some of the other ones are, are following suit. I was like, oh, okay, huh. 
cool. So you can really um, spend some money and get some deals. So if you're one of these people that is into early Christmas shopping, this might be the, uh, this might be for you. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if, if uh, early Christmas shopping is your thing, and it is for a lot of people, because a lot of people sort of wait for uh, this. They wait for these kinds of things. And uh, and then they get all their Christmas shopping done. So if you're one of those people, uh, uh, if you're one of those people, then uh, this might be for you. Today might be for you. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't know if I need anything. Although I will tell you, I'm enamored of uh, these um these thin shorts, these these briefs, these long line. They're not girdles, or they're like thin, and they keep you from chafing in your thighs. Uh, but they got these um they've got these uh these little you know like uh uh Lizzo sells them Yiddies and and uh. The other people, skims and all these little long, these boy short things. And I, I have a couple of pairs. I really, really like wearing them. They just feel so good on the body. Do you know what I mean? Like they feel good on the body. And I love that. You know, so, so I think I'm, so if I buy something on Amazon day, I might order a couple of pairs, you know, a couple of packages of those skins or yiddies or whatever the hell it is, or whoever is selling them. There's a there's a ton of them, ton of them, ton of them, ton of them. Uh, I think I might do that because because that's a need. You know, I don't need no more junk in my house. I don't. I don't need any more junk because God knows I have more stuff than I need. That's all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. So, so all you people out there, uh, out there, uh, uh, getting all your, uh, um, doing all your little shopping, you know, let me see what you put, post up or what you, what you, what you post up on the, on the page and see, tell me what you're getting. What you find, what you what you what you spend your money on, because uh, I want to know. I want to see what people are buying. I bet you people out there doing Christmas shopping. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them, right? Particularly when things are thirty percent off, forty percent off. That's not a bad. Uh, that's not a bad haul. So, and oh, let me let me just announce this. So tonight, Tuesday night, Cafe Nine, seven to ten is a, a jam set. Tuesday night, jazz night. At Cafe Nine. So if you're around and you like good music, and tonight would be nice because it's hot and it'll be cool, and and jazz in the summer is perfect. And I love going to Cafe Nine, and I haven't been over there since the new guys took over. So I got to go over there because I think I think they got food, and if they have hot dogs, <laughs> I'm the girl. <laughs> so um, Hanif Nelson is tonight. And then on the 25th, Michael O'Callaghan uh, um, is playing. So 7 to 10. 
So if I get back from the beach tonight and I feel and I feel a little bit up to it, I might pop in and catch me a little a little jazz. I might I might I might I might catch it. I might catch it. So no. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but that might make for a well a well-rounded night. So that means I gotta get my work done early today so that I could play. Because <laughs> it doesn't work if I don't do the work. So I have to do the work. So it doesn't work if I don't do the work. So I'm gonna do the work. So so when I get to the I did a lot of work on the front side yesterday for the paper. So I won't have a heavy lift this afternoon. Then I know I'm going to the beach. So so I have everything, I have everything that I need. So that's the uh, that's the idea. That is the idea. So so yeah. So that's what I'm working on. I don't know what other people are working on. Uh I'm meeting with uh, my writing coach for the LSAT, uh, for the for the personal statement piece and all the other stuff that I gotta. So I gotta get back into that mindset. Thank God I have notes and documents and we started this stuff early so I can just like write, you know, pick up from where I left off at. But there's still things that I have to do. And oh my God, it's so much. So much that has to be done. I'm not complaining. This is not a complaint. This is not even a lament. It's just, you know, speaking out loud what I have to do. As you know, as most people have to do, you know, just think about all the things that I have to do and like, okay. And, and then still still make time to play because I like to play. <laughs> I like to play. I was out to dinner last night. I had a really great dinner last night at um, Heirloom. I had bison flank steak, which was really good, but they overcooked it. But I think that was my fault because I said medium well, but on the well side. And I, I shouldn't have said that. I should have kept a little pink in it, but it's all right. It was still good. You know, it was still it was still good, but it was it was dried out. You know, it was expensive too, but that was my fault. And I wasn't gonna send it back because that's what I asked for. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was not unhappy. There was no unhappiness. There was no unhappiness. It was good. I enjoyed it. I ate it. Uh, I didn't like the little arugula salad though. And like they had too much of that lemony vinegar dressing. So it was just too tangy. I like a little bit more moderate, you know, it was a little too bright. Uh, and then, you know, French fries. So, and we had saffron, saffron potatoes for appetizer. So they were gorged in saffron and olive oil. They were quite tasty. I, 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 they would, they would have been better off serving those with the steak instead of the, the fries. Because fries are not that interesting. You know, but the saffron potatoes were really, really good, um, and they and they were dripping in olive oil and saffron, so it gave it a very interesting flavor, um, one that you know you don't get around. Do you know what I mean? Like one that doesn't you don't feel like you've seen it on menus and be like, oh, you know, another thing. This is this was really, really those potatoes were done well. I would have preferred them to the French fries with my hanger stick i'm just saying and then uh so i had a of course i had some kind of tequila drink because i love tequila and then i had a um 
uh, a Tempranillo, uh, a glass of red wine. And they sell this thing a quarter, a quarter, quattro, something, quarter, where they, it's a taller uh, carafe of wine. Um, so it's like, it's like uh, a glass and a half or two glasses. So that was really nice to have that. I enjoyed that, but it's pricey. You know, for what I for I, for what I paid for that glass of wine, well, I didn't pay, but what was paid for that for that two and a half glasses of wine, would I would have bought two bottles of wine. You know, that's why I don't like to really buy wine when I'm out, unless it's on the night where wine is half priced. You know what I mean, or on sale or something, because you really just overpay for a glass of wine. And I get, you know, you're at dinner in the spirit of things. You want a glass of wine. Okay. But you know, $11, $12, $15, $21 for a glass of wine. That's a lot of money for a glass of wine, particularly when, you know, when I know, cause I'm such a, a wine person, I know, I know what the wine is and I could go to my wine merchant and I can get that bottle of wine for like $11. <laughs> And you charge me twice the price for a glass. Like, and listen, I'm not knocking nobody's hustle. I'm just saying, if I if I know it's gonna be a wine night, I just buy the bottle and just be done with it. Cause you you just do better when you buy the bottle. Cause if you start drinking two glass two glasses of wine at eleven dollars, that's twenty two dollars. When you could just buy the bottle for twenty three dollars and have four honest to God, glasses of wine. You see what I'm saying? Like, but we don't think about it like that. We just think, oh, if I buy a bottle of wine, it's too much. It's only four glasses of wine. Six if you make smaller pours, you know, really. So, I mean, I drink a lot of wine, so I know. Um, but there's, there's only like four, four glasses of, you know, four proper glasses of wine, decent glasses of wine in a bottle. Maybe six if you, you know, you you know you, you you scrimp a little bit, you know. But still, uh, a glass of wine. I've never been anywhere in a in a good restaurant where the wine isn't like nine nine to fifteen dollars a glass, depending on the you know whatever it is. Um, uh, and even rosés have gone up in price. You know, rosés. You know, a few summers ago, you know, we'd get rosé. Uh, five, six, seven dollars a bottle. Rosés, you can't get a bottle of rosé under ten dollars now, because all these damn people are drinking it like they're out of their minds. And so, so, so wine merchants are like up in the price. And I get it. Everybody got, everybody's got to make money. I'm, you know, I, but what rosés was my summer water. Now it's expensive. <laughs> expensive rosés have the, they used to be really you know your best summer go-to we didn't want to spend a lot of money now you know they're pricey so anyway that's that's my rosé lament and it's like this everywhere because i see people lamenting the prices of rosé uh all over the place you know our summer water you know now it's now it's like mm, you know, and you can uh, listen, don't get me wrong. There are still good deals out there for rosé. There are still good deals to have out there. There's still good deals of, you know, uh, I, 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 my, my wine merchant of choice is wine thief. Cause I know them, they know what I like. 
and they always let me know when good stuff is coming and I want to try this, that, and the other thing. But my second choice is uh, uh, Total Wine because they have so many, everybody in there is knowledgeable about wine. They have people in there that are very knowledgeable about wine. And they have a huge selection. So, and, and, and they have a huge selection at all kinds of price points. So if you know you have friends who only drink sweet wines, which God help you if that's all your friends drink. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Um, you can find that. If you have fancier friends like I do who like fancier wine, not to say Moscato isn't a fancy wine. Moscato is a dessert wine. So if you, if you know, you have it with dessert because it's sweet, sweet. Rieslings, Moscatos, all that kind of stuff. Sweet to me. I don't drink sweet red wine. I don't like any of that stuff. Um, but I like a rosé, but I like a crisp rosé. I like a rosé with a brightness to it, with a little bit of crisp, with a little bit of citrus, like a, like a, well, not so much a citrus. I like a rosé that has a little bit of a pear or apple finish like that, a smooth finish. I don't really like uh, a finish that's so tart and uh, shocking to my, my palate. I don't, I don't like rosés like that. And I like rosés that when I, put them in my mouth they they give me a full flavor i like rosés like that and uh I, and i like a little bit of crisp a little bit of crisp you know um and a hint of sugar a hint of sweetness a hint i don't like it all flat but i like it i like it with a little bit of sweetness and and there've been some i've been drinking some good ones this summer and and the price point has been around 12 to 14 dollars i've not spent more than 14 dollars for a bottle of rosé one because i just won't do it and uh, <laughs> i tell you what i fall in love with the mcbride sisters uh rosé in the can she can she can but they have it a total wine in these beautiful black cans and i when i went the other week to get rosés for the porch uh they had sold out I was bummed. So now I got to go back over there and see if they got any more. And they're like $1.99. And you know, a can of, a can of wine, a can of rosé is two, two, two glasses of wine in a can. So you have to caution people. <laughs> it's not like drinking soda. <laughs> like, yes, you have a can of wine, but it's two glasses of wine. So keep that in mind because you'll be two cans in and you'll be like, you just had a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> two cans is a whole bottle of wine by your damn self <laughs> and and you and you can't you and and you you can't believe it because we associate a, a can with a can of soda or a can of seltzer so we don't think about how much we're drinking if it's a can of wine but a can is two glasses so i'm just you know i have to remind i have to tell people you know I, I'm not I'm not a fan of the red so much, uh, but the rosé is really, really a nice rosé. It's really, it's really a nice rosé. And uh it's really good. Really, really good. And I and I was bummed that they were out of it. You know. Uh, you know, the McBride sisters, Black Girl Magic, you know, all of that. Uh, I started drinking them for my for my birthday when I 
when I had the, a party on the porch a couple of years ago. And, uh, and it was all Black Girl Magic sparkling, sparkling wine. You know, their version of a, of a, of a, of a sparkling wine. And it was, it was quite good. So, so I'll, 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 maybe I'll run up there sometime this week early and see if they restock the Black Girl Magic Rosé. And I'll, I'll, I'll put that in the fridge. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll have that for the house. You know, so when people come by and, and just put it on ice, you know, just put it on ice. And uh, it makes for a nice, uh, uh, nice, easy, drinkable wine. You know, when you're just hanging with friends and chilling and uh, that kind of thing, you know. So I'm just saying, you know, there are some, we've been running through a lot of rosés this summer, more rosés than I've ever seen us drink. Um, different kinds and uh for the most part i've i've had some that i really like and then there have been some that i just eh. <laughs> Woo! there's one in my fridge right now i didn't like it when i opened it the first time but then i thought well maybe my palate needs to be fresh without other stuff on it or in it and you know maybe i you know maybe i just i opened it sunday and it is still awful just, just awful Ooh. you know but people like it i don't like it but ife likes it i think my daughter liked it so i don't like it so so it'll just sit there uh, opened it's got a it's got a couple of days and then if it's not drank drunk it's gonna get poured out because it's gonna be awful it's gonna be worse than worse so so we'll see maybe i'll pour it in a in a in a thing and bring it to the beach and give it to she could have it I'm like you might like this this is the wine but i had to take it out of the i opened it and now it has to be drunk i don't like it so maybe that's what i'll do i'll pour it into a a, a, a water bottle <laughs> pour it into a water bottle and, and uh and travel with it and uh and uh you know whatever so that's 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 my thinking. That is my thinking, and uh, that's but that's my rosé. So there's a clear winner. We had a rosé up at Story Week, and I found it at um, Total Wine, and I really like it, really really like it, and so I might get that again. And uh, and then our friend Jonathan bought the same bottle because he's he he's been enjoying it. So I think we have a clear winner this year. That this is the this is the rosé of the summer. This is the, our choice for rosé of the summer. And then we'll just drink that for the rest of the summer. Like that's our that's our our wine. That's what I should be doing, right? Like what's what's our wine favorite? Well, we know we like this particular wine, and we like Black Girl Magic. She can rosé, so we could. That's what we'll do. <laughs> that's it. That's what that's what we'll do. We'll we'll create we'll create that and uh that'll be lovely. So so yeah, so we we got some clear winners for Rose, I think. I think. I mean there's more to try. Listen, there's a gazillion roses out there. We could just try them all all summer. <laughs> and then at the end of the summer, this was the winner. We'll see. I don't know, but it's still summer. It's still, uh, it's not even August yet, it's July. Although it feels like time is on its own rocket. 
time is flying by so quickly. So that's why today's a beach day. I'm excited. So uh, put my feet in the sand. In Connecticut sand would be really, really nice. And just bring my books, sit down, just catch a little bit of a breeze, see the water, and just put on my sun hat. And uh, life is good. I can't, I won't complain. Not one bit. Not one bit. Even as a world. Oh, and update on my, I haven't heard from those people about my damn laptop. I don't know what is going on. I'm afraid to call them. Uh, but I did put uh, batteries in my my um, wireless uh, keyboard. And that really was the problem. It need batteries. So I put batteries in it. I was at Walmart yesterday and I, I picked up some batteries. Do you know batteries are expensive? I got the cheapest ones I could get. I didn't get the highfalutin ones. I was like, whatever. I'm going to get the batteries that I could have. <laughs> I, I can't afford these damn things. Batteries are wicked expensive. So I got these. These were these were um a uh they said they have a 12 year shelf life but anyway i i got uh eight of the pack of eight and these were like nine something like 9.97 or something at walmart so but there was some that was twenty dollars seventeen dollars i'm like what the hell do these batteries do I'm like is it what what do they do i guess some batteries are better than others you get what you pay for i would imagine but i'm so grateful that they had some price points. Cause I, I, and it wasn't that I didn't have the money. I just didn't want to, I was like, I just need batteries. And you know, you can't really find just a pack of two batteries or at least I couldn't find them. Now they might have them somewhere. Uh, Cause I would have just bought two batteries but I'm kind of glad I bought the pack of eight for $9. So anyway, that's my story today. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday, the middle of the week. So uh, I will be back. I will see you all soon. Thank you, Harry. Look at me. Know what to see? See a bad mother. Paid the cost to be the boss. Paid the cost to be the boss. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. What you gonna play now? Bobby, I don't know, but what's an ever I play? It's got to be funky. Yeah. One, two, three, make it funky. Make it funky. Huh.
Southern Connecticut basketball coach Scott Burrell, born right here in New Haven. I won an NBA championship with the Chicago Bulls, so I know a great defense is a game changer. That's why I support New Haven's Health Department's Take a Shot campaign to help defend teens against meningitis. Whatever your post-high school life is, take a shot now and help keep yourself, your friends, and your family safe and healthy. For more information, visit nhbbax.org. Aunque COVID no pueda detener el corazón de un bebé, no es un niño con fiebre creciente, dos y escalofríos lo suficiente como para hacer que su corazón deje de latir. Los niños representan el 19% de los casos de COVID informados, con tasas más altas en niños hispanos y africanos americanos. Los niños vacunados de 6 meses a 5 años tienen 80% menos probabilidad de contraer COVID. Para obtener más información, vaya a nhbvax.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhbvax.org. Thank you. 